Welcome to the Winning at Fibromyalgia podcast. This is Dr. Ziegenbein, a board-certified rheumatologist and fibromyalgia patient herself. I tell you how to win at fibromyalgia and stand up to it once and for all. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode number 45 called What Does the Pain Relief in Fibromyalgia and Other Chronic Pain Conditions Really Come Down to? So excited to be here bringing you episode number 45. The focus of today's episode is zeroing in on what is the pain reduction really about. I had an epiphany very recently and realized that I have to share it with you because it just may help some of you to think of the pain relief in fibromyalgia and other chronic pain conditions differently. And while I was working on this episode very recently, two days ago, I was in a car accident. I rear-ended a truck. I got distracted while in slow traffic. The line of cars stopped at a light and I did not realize it soon enough. The reason I'm mentioning this is that I had yet another reinforcement of the concept I'm talking to you about in the hours that happened after the accident. So the question is, what does the pain relief in chronic pain and fibromyalgia really come down to? And in a nutshell, the answer is that the pain relief comes down to finding evidence for and focusing on all the ways our nervous system and brain are working for us, as opposed to looking for evidence of how they do not. And that's it. So let me explain. If you had listened to enough of my episodes and videos, you know that I view the process of recovery from chronic pain in three main steps or strategies. Number one, understand and embrace the concept of neuroplasticity, meaning accept that the brain and central nervous system generate the pain. And as a result, they can take it away because the neuronal connections are born and severed every day based on our practices and habits. Number two, believe the pain relief is possible and available to you. And number three, engage the relaxation response that makes our primitive brain feel safe and is the counterpart to the stress response that produces the pain. So that's it. Concept of neuroplasticity, believing that the pain relief is possible and engaging the relaxation response. I noticed that often even myself, uh, despite being experienced pain coach that I am, I tend to first think of the worst case scenario or basically when I experience worsening of pain, I tend to think of, you see, this is not working. Your pain relief cannot get better. And in the past, I would succumb to that thought, which would lead me down the spiral of doom and would not lead to anything good. The good news is that our brains normally produce this response. Our lovely brains that want to keep us safe and comfortable and love familiarity above all else, even if it's not serving us, will offer us that thought, the thought of, you see, it's not working. You're trying so hard and it's not working. And our job is to say, well, hello, dear brain, how about focusing on ways this does work? So in my opinion, the way to achieve this is to sit down with a pen and paper and think of all the times your body did do something that was a proof that it was working for you or that the nervous system was working for you that may have either delighted you or surprised you or may not have even registered in your attention. Basically, you took it for granted. So I was going to give you some examples. So now, number one, think of activity that you enjoy doing so much that you actually can forget about time and about your pain. When 
you think about the pain, you may feel it, but in the moment you're completely lost in the flow of things and you're blissfully unaware of any pain. Do you have such activity? When you're able to forget about your pain when you're doing something else is a proof our nervous system is working as designed and intended. It takes away from the pain because it is focusing on something pleasant and something where you're putting your attention to. And the pleasant and joy neurotransmitters temporarily win over the pain-inducing chemicals, neurotransmitters. So second suggestion, so think of any time your pain was clearly worse when you were stressed out or under enormous pressure, whether it was in your personal life or in a workplace. Your pain was worse, you didn't sleep well, you were more tired. These are all things that prove that the system is working as intended. The stress response is resulting in increased production of stress-related chemicals that make us feel worse. Another suggestion, have you ever felt excited about something, super excited, either for an event you were going to go to or in a movie or a concert or vacation you dreamt up and paid for and transitly you could feel less burden of a pain? How about being excited about some project at home or at work where you were applying yourself creatively so intensely that you felt a jolt of energy, life force, energy to live in? and enjoy. I have had that recently occur to me, and it actually is confirmed by research that showed that when we feel good about something or ourselves, we feel better physically. Another example. So at the time of my accident this past week, within moments of hitting the truck ahead of me, I started experiencing almost immediate sharp pains in my neck and upper back, which I believe were part of the whiplash syndrome, very mild whiplash syndrome. And as I moved my head, the pain was worse and I could feel my upper back spasming and having also sharp pains. After calling 911 and securing my car out of traffic, I started actively communicating with my tight muscles and my brain. I was still shaking a little bit because I was really, I was really shocked by the accident, but I was safe. I slowed down my breathing and actively relaxed my muscles of my neck and shoulders. And I was telling myself the words, stay calm, breathe. This will be okay. Stay calm, breathe. You're safe. This will be okay. I was repeating it over and over again while I was waiting for the police to arrive and while I was also calling my insurance company to report a claim. I engaged this technique multiple times in the next 24 hours and I was also doing some stretches. My pain was gone within 24 to 36 hours in my neck. I kid you not. I did get transient worsening of my right shoulder plane that usually flares with stress and that subsided too. So to me, that was a clear evidence of how my nervous system and pain generators in my brain were listening to and responding to what I was feeding it. And the research has confirmed that the words we tell ourselves matter because our primitive brains and the structures in the brain whose sole purpose is to look for danger and threat are looking and listening. Amygdala is one of those structures and we can direct them by focusing our attention on slowing down the breathing and choosing the words we tell ourselves. So I invite you to think of ways how the system, meaning our central nervous system, our brain is working right, it's working for us. 
And above all, I wish you a very happy and prosperous and safe and healthy new year of 2023. Until next time. That's it for today. If you love the episode, please share or leave a five-star review. I welcome any feedback or questions and you can contact me via my website at www.winningatfibromyalgia.com. Till next time.